2: Rock and Roll Union Podcast. My name is C.T. McManus, and for the next two hours, it is my job to take your mind off the craziness of the world out there and get your mind right with some good old-fashioned rock and roll. Welcome to episode 104, guys. We have a lot in store today. We're going to listen to a lot of great rock and roll for the first hour, and we'll be joined in the second hour by a band that Maynard from Tool was really, really high about. He promoted them on his own uh instagram and twitter pages they are called spirit machines they'll be here in the second hour we're going to talk with them and see what they're up to and uh guys we got a lot going on man uh just touching base i want to say a big shout out and a thank you to everyone who reached out to me yesterday wished me a happy birthday it was a great relaxing day at home with the family these days man that's pretty much all i do (laughs) Just a, just a nice relaxing day with the family, man. Um, next weekend, whatever you have planned for next Saturday, unless it's being a jam on the dam, cancel it and come out and hang out with us, guys. We're going to have the Rock and Roll Union Party tent there with a lot of different prize packages. And speaking of prize packages, I want to give a couple shout-outs to a bunch of different bands that reached out and uh, helped us out with our prize pack we got the bands back from zero signal 13 furthermore my first psychedelic elders and janzig dopplin guys all those bands we're going to have prize packs from them we're going to have cds t-shirts a little bit of this a little bit of that guys big shout out and thank you to them for providing some excellent stuff we're going to have some other giveaways as well we're going to have the the prize wheel out there with us. We'll have the Rock and Roll Union t-shirts for sale. And if you have any any printing needs, make sure you come out, talk to Ken Shepard, guys. He is the number one printer for the Rock and Roll Union. That is Phoenix Custom Printing, guys. You get 20% off your order if you contact them and let them know that you heard this on the Rock and Roll Union. You will get 20% off all your printing needs. It'll be a great asset for once the scene opens back up and in light of Jam on the Dam there will be no podcast next week guys I'll be out there live we'll be hanging out with you guys Uh, and still be able to social distance from each other there's plenty of room out there anything you want to do on a hot summer day is there swimming, fishing, boating, you name it those guys were all on board last week we talked to them and, guys, tickets are 15 bucks. You can't beat that for five bands, guys. 15 bucks for five bands. And, like I said, fishing, swimming, whatever you want to do. And there will be a lot of good food trucks there as well. So bring your appetite. Bring your love of rock and roll. And, guys, we're going to have just a blast next Saturday. I'll be emceeing the event. The event's going to run probably tentatively 2 to 10, somewhere in that ballpark, We'll be kicking it all off around two o'clock. So guys come out early, hang late and we're just going to have a great old time. Um, Also wanted to say a big shout out to Will mass and all the people there at bendy Q. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it this year due to the whole COVID situation guys. I'm looking forward with great excitement for next year. So guys enjoy it. Have a drink for me. And, uh, Just enjoy the rock and roll that's out there, guys. If you have not checked it out yet, it debuted last night around midnight. The Rock and Roll Union Adventures, episode one. It's a two-parter. It's on the YouTube channel. Check it out. We hang with Mark McCarty of Rat Rod, guitarist of Rat Rod. He shows us his 71 Ford Torino, the whole ins and outs of it, man. And great episode, a little, little bit shaky with the audio. It's our first time out, so uh, we're, we're going to work on that as we go. So we're going to kick off a little bit of this rock and roll, man. I'm telling you, there was a lot of great music that has come out recently. I'm very excited to uh, bring them all into the fold. And uh, the first track we're going to listen to tonight, guys, is the new Spencer and the Elegant Blackouts. Here is just another heartache we
0: No, The key line pie, it's so divine A sunset cruise with you, my closest, dearest friend A little bar how in it, was slipping in Why can't the world sit still and let's all pay?
2: Dominic Fusca is straight out of New Orleans with Get Your Soul Right. Before that was Glenn Glenn Mock and the Tropical Dreamers with Push Rewind. Guys, a lot of uh, different thoughts have been going through uh, the local scene right now and everyone's mind and everyone kind of waited with bated breath with what's going to happen with the rock scene and what's going to happen with uh, everything coming up. I am proud to say that On August 15th, there's going to be a little bit, and we're going to return again to the round table. This time we're going to discuss what the future scene could possibly look like. I think it's going to be a lot different than what we're used to. We're going to be getting the shows out of the bars being the only area that covers pretty much live music. And you're going to see a new rejuvenated scene from what I believe. I think you're going to see a a rejuvenated scene. You're going to see a scene that goes back to the all ages shows There's going to be venues that are kind of out of the box and not what we're used to. Uh, We've been kind of running the same hamster wheel for about 40 years now as far as the music going into the bars and it being that. But I think we're going to start seeing some, uh, maybe some park shows or some shows that are held in other locations that are really going to open the door for a lot more newer bands, a lot of fresh young talent that's out there. And I think we're going to see a big... Resurgence of rock and roll. I think this is not everybody's kind of down right now, but I think this is actually something that's going to benefit rock and roll in the long run. Uh, really excited. Uh, Brad Lee will be in on that discussion, Ken Shepard of uh, Phoenix Custom will be in on that, and uh, Will Mass, the manager of. 86 bullets and the person that's throwing his bendy cue right now. So uh, really excited to get those guys on board. We're going to really dig into it. And that'll be August 15th. Next week, we don't have a show, like I said, because of Jam on the Dam. We'll be out live in person at Liberty Lakes in Williamstown. Guys, like I said, come early, stay late. It's going to be $15 a head for five amazing rock bands, uh, party bands, whatever. Our great friends, Rat Rod are going to be in on that. The Black Cherry, you got Shades of Grey, Rock and Roll Union's exclusive cover band, guys. Really excited to see all that happen, guys. And make sure you come out. Hang out with the Rock and Roll Union, guys. We're going to have the shirts for sale. Portions of that will go to the charity, which is for the dams in Williamstown that we'll be partying at and uh, just going to be a lot of fun to be had by all don't go anywhere guys we're going to get back right into the rock and roll when we get back right now we're going to take a quick commercial break i need to give a shout out to our sponsor the philadelphia bouncer academy guys once the scene returns if you want to get into uh being a bouncer in the philadelphia area you need to look these guys up. The Philadelphia Bouncer Academy has been doing it for a long time, and they have all the credentials that you need. You're going to need to take classes. You're going to need to get certified, and they'll help you do all that. Great thing is they're another one of our companies that if you mentioned the Rock and Roll Union. You'll get another 20% off, guys. So look them up, the Philadelphia Bouncer Academy. Really excited to have them on board. And uh, like I said, don't go anywhere. When we get back, we're going to jump right back into the Rock and Roll.
0: Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out.
3: Check out. In the room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm.
2: And you and know, Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests
3: like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, I didn't, didn't uh, the to get pregnant either.
0: New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calchico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey Podcast on VOC
3: Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio
0: network. Yo, this is Jerry Staggs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. Cause it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you.
3: The worldwide leader in
0: entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: All right, guys, welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. Uh, like I said, there was a lot of great music that has been put out since we went down in quarantine back in March. One of those amazing bands, Ryder, who's had their uh, history with the Rock and Roll Union, great band, great group of guys, man. Really excited for that new album to come out. They're kind of, uh, kind of postponed it a little bit due to the whole covid situation but they did release this single a couple of weeks ago and I'm excited to play it here here is hard time Rider with Hard Time Guys we got about a half an hour left to the tunes Then we're going to be joined by Spirit Machines Guys if you have Anything you want to talk about You have any songs you want to hear That you've heard here on the show before Give us a call in at 914-338-1885 Be glad to play it for you Glad to talk to you Anything that you have on your mind Call in guys uh, Once again that phone number is 914-338-1885 1885 and uh, guys I just got to say man the music is going to keep coming and uh, really 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 excited for next week for Jam on the Dam really hoping to see a lot of you guys out there uh, come say hello hang with us for a little bit Uh, Rat Rod is going to be in the house and here's one of theirs with lightning (laughs) strike Signal 13 with Dirty So guys, I hope everyone's doing alright out there Staying cool, man It has been one very, very hot summer And uh, i telling you, man I'm, uh, with all the kind of regulations and stuff being in place It's kind of hard to get out and uh, get wet, swim I mean, some people are going to the beach I've been to the beach once this summer Was... Beach I when I go to the beach I say I'm going to church so um but next week jam on the dam if you guys want to come out and go swimming or boating or any of that like I said guys I'm very very excited I can't wait for the live music hopefully the weather holds out we have a beautiful day last year the weather was spectacular turnout was wonderful so we're kind of hoping for the same result this year and um Really, really looking forward to it. So getting back into the rock and roll, we have Race the Red with Feel the Thunder. You can find on the 2019 playlist for the rock and roll union found on Spotify. Speaking of which the 2020 playlist for Spotify for rock and roll union is now out. I'll put that up on the rock and roll union Facebook page. Make sure you check that out. It's got all the people that have been with the union the whole year, as far as live events, guests on the podcast, that sort of thing guys, a lot of great music right now. It's uh I think the playlist runs almost three hours of great music. Anyway, we went from out of bounds to out of the void. Here is my cacophony.
1: General Adon, Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Stiles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOCNation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation.
0: the worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast, guys. Uh, Our next guest made an Internet explosion when they did their smash-up of Led Zeppelin and Toll Maynard went on his Social media accounts And praise this group guys I'm very very excited to bring them on board Really looking forward to it They should be calling in any second The name of the band is Spirit Machines guys They are out of Bear with me They are out of Salt Lake City, Utah This is their uh, First Album that they're putting out Guys they're just very very Recent band really really excited uh, led by an amazing female from and uh just really think they're awesome guys really looking forward to them calling in and uh bear with me for one sec guys sorry about that anyway um so yeah they uh they they put together led zeppelin and um toll and man i'll just tell you it blew my mind i put it up on the rock and roll union page a couple days ago and man it was dead on so please welcome to the show spirit machines you guys with us
4: yeah we are here
2: Hey How's guys, thank you so Thanks much for uh, taking talking. time out of your weekend to uh join us. If you uh if you guys could just real quick if you could introduce yourselves and in what part of the band you uh you hold down.
4: Uh I'm Mike, I play the drums. I'm Dave, I play guitar. Sergio, and I play bass.
5: And I'm Pepper Rose, I sing. That's That's good. awesome.
4: That's a
2: so how long have you guys been together what what brought the formation of the band how'd you guys all meet
5: um so so i guess i i met dave um david just moved to salt lake from boston and, uh, i was performing at this open mic that i'd go to and uh um, he performed some a kind of a funny song the sort of silly song mm-hmm. and i thought um, he said that he was from Boston. I just had spent some time there, and so we got to talking, and we went to a jam. I invited him to go to a, a jam, kind of open mic thing uh, with me later that week, and we went and kind of had a funny experience. experience and um, and then they kind of just didn't let us play, and and Dave was was just like, man, back in Boston, there'd never be like this, and we kind of connected over. Um, Just, you know, kind of having a good humor, sense of humor about.
4: And being the (laughs) outcast.
5: It was a South Salt Lake venue, so it was a little bit. um, Harder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In Salt
4: Lake, you have to uh, fight (laughs) for your open mic spot. You have to fight for it. Yeah,
5: There's a lot of talent here, actually, because most of the the kids, you know, they grow up playing piano like Mike over here. uh, I did. Yeah, and so Dave and I had started writing music. Writing the Spirit Machines music together, and um, it just really had clicked between the two of us. Uh, right, and we wrote a, the first couple songs, "Eagle" and, and "Portland," and um, Dave had met Mike. I don't, I don't know where did where did you guys meet again?
4: At a jazz club. It was it was like an open another open mic. Yeah, it was the first time I played jazz in a long time, um, and it was an open open jazz jam at a bar called Avant Groove in downtown Salt Lake. And I went there and I jammed there. And it was like the first time I played jazz in so long. And it was like the best I ever played when I played there. I didn't see you so play awesome. though. You did, dude. You you did see me play. I, I know for a fact. <laughs> that, that might be true. The, the, the thing about open yeah. mics in Salt Lake is that um, there weren't venues here. You couldn't like have rock shows here. Uh, for a very long time the same way that they did around you know in other cities uh so the open oh, lake yeah. scene here is very vibrant so
5: vibrant. yeah it's hard to get a liquor license so there aren't as many rock clubs there's a couple um and it's it's a it's funny because i thought that mike was actually a jazz player cuz you know i'd heard about this jazz jam mm-hmm. so i saved him in my phone as mike jazz but he, he went so on later it to tell me more that he's
2: like are they run, like, the venues more like coffee houses type deal for open mics, or, I mean?
5: Yes, exactly. There's lots of coffee houses here, because where, where do people go to hang out, you know, because you can't go to the yeah. bar? There's... Well,
4: it's really, the, the co- coffee is, like, rebellion. For... <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, like, you know, you grew up in the Mormon religion, and you can't, you you're told not to drink coffee, or at least you, you were, right? Um, I think you still are. Yeah, I think you still are, but now you can drink Coke where before you couldn't. So that's um uh wow, that's like um what do they call it? It's the, the, the generation of the the Mormon ethics.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's like reminding the... me of Footloose.
4: <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, exa- Footloose? No, it, <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. It's very similar to that that oppressive atmosphere. I don't, I don't think I've ever really seen Footloose. No. But the, the, So, like, everyone that wants to, you know, be a, an angry teenager, like, they go to these, these coffee houses, and, you know, I'm still an angry teenager, so <laughs> I went there and, and met Mike and, and Pepper, and Sergio is just, like, he's, he's in the scene, he's, like, the best bartender in, in Salt Lake City, so you can't not meet Sergio at some point.
2: So with wanna... with it all being with the, the open mics being so prevalent out there, is, um, is it a lot of original material or is it a lot of like cover stuff?
5: I would say mostly original. Um, a lot of the, the venues are pretty um, anxious about licensing randomly, okay. and so a lot, of, a lot of open mics and just to keep keep the traffic down, they all have um, original requirements. And so I would say I would say it's a lot of original music. Um, a lot of old, I call them like old fogies. And the, there's a one open mic, it's like, I call the Taylor Parade because it's like older <laughs> gentlemen with a lot of original folk tunes. It's pretty deep here as well. I do so think there's a lot are, of cover. That of was
2: fun. my next question for you guys being in that kind of scene. Uh, was what is the style of like, is there a lot of the same kind of sound? Like, is it a folky sound or is there a lot of hard rock coming out of that area?
4: Um, I I think the metal scene is, like, a pretty prevalent thing. Uh, You know, I came out here. I had never, like, there's a lot of metal in Boston, but not, like, it's not, like, you don't just grow up with it in you. I don't don't know. I can't explain it. Someone else, like, you guys played metal here.
5: Sergio, what was the scene like? Oh,
4: just all the angry teenagers, you know, would go to these all-ages venues and, like, abandon churches in the basement and just play metal. Oh, wow. All night, See, yeah, that was true for me. But back in, in Boston, it's like ska punk and you know, just like punk rock. Uh, so
5: there, there's some punk rock here too, but it's uh also weirdly associated with the straight edge scene. There was lots of straight edge um punk kids okay. who were very violent, actually, or that's their their MO. So,
4: to answer your question though, like, uh, I think that Salt Lake City, there's like an audience for harder music, there are a lot of bands. Here, that do do that. So, we're not like, we are still oddballs within the scene, but like, it's slightly appropriate. <laughs> gotcha.
2: Now, during normal times pre COVID, is there a lot of good uh venues to see live, like bigger concerts and
4: things like that?
5: In Salt For Lake? Sure.
4: Yeah, there's a bunch of them.
5: Yeah. yeah, we get touring acts, and we have some really killer outdoor venues.
4: Yeah, like Salt Lake's not like that anymore. I'm just saying that, like, um, the culture here, you know, the, the music scene is only so old and, and a lot of its it age or, you know, at the time that it, it, it has developed was open mic heavy. Um, you know, now there's tons of venues. I don't think that it would be easy to yeah. be in a rock band in a city with no venues.
5: Yeah, I, gotcha. I say but most of our venues have been added in the last five years. Growing up, when I turned 21, for example, um, I had to leave the city to go to my first bar to get my first drink. I went to a bar named Sue over in Mill Creek because there just weren't that many downtown bars that you'd feel comfortable going to as a person.
4: So
2: now, the the bars in the scene coming out of say that um, the open mic type scene, are they a lot of uh, originals still? To this day, I mean, you said there was a problem with like uh, licensing and things along that line, so most of the stuff in the scene right now is original material.
4: Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, you you hear you hear covers here and there, um, but yeah, I, I think that a lot of people go to them just to like express themselves. Uh, so you know, they're... lots of different styles as well. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm
2: cool. in the north, I'm in the northeast Philadelphia area, and like I'd say, 90% of what we have out here is cover. Like, it's very. There, there's wow. some original material, but it's very little. So it, wow. your area yeah. sounds like a mecca to me.
4: Pretty much, um, the only place you're gonna find cover bands are at like uh, certain bars where that's like their thing. Is like people come right. and drink. There's like a cover band there. And, like, a really, really good cover band. Like, they'll just kill it, and the energy will be re- very high. Um, but other than that, at regular shows, and there's a lot of different venues, and it ranges from all different sizes. Like, we have tiny venues. We have, like, underground venues, kind of. And then you have, like, established ones, like, middle-sized 200, 300 people that are bars and, and really awesome. And then you have bigger areas that, like, arenas, and as big as, like, it gets in Utah, at least. And it's an awesome scene. Um there kind of is a disconnect, though, here with the local music and, like, the the uh, venue circuit, which is, like, bringing in the outside touring bands that actually local right. bands are kind of excluded from, which I feel is weird, in, in my opinion. Well, it it's weird if you want to grow the local scene. It doesn't make sense. Gotcha. But um, it, it does make sense in other ways, obviously, because it exists. But I don't know. That's just something I...
2: Yeah, out I've in this area, it. it seems like a lot of the bands to jump on the national touring are almost pay to play, and yeah. Th- yeah. Th- See, that's, that's not be, a fun thing a to fun get involved thing. with either. The, yeah. the
4: East Coast is very pay to play, uh, but if yeah. you if you come out to the West Coast, there's just not a lot of people out here, man. Like, you know, you can't you can't expect people to. I don't know. It's just it's yeah. different.
5: Yeah, a lot of the music that people make is just only for their immediate friend circle. There's a, a kind of a, you know, on the more negative side, a little bit of a clique mentality in Salt Lake where if you go to a huge. show from a the Mormon huge,
4: church, even yeah, if you're yeah. not Mormon, you're in this
5: like Yeah, the cliques and so the the people like like you p- play this big venue um or Urban Lounge, it's like the premier Salt Lake venue and people don't want to go out to that show. Usually people have shows in their basements um with all their friends where, you know, they don't have to pay for alcohol or where right. There isn't out because a lot of our our best bands are in that Mormon Provo circuit, and that's another thing that we face is being. Ex- is <laughs> they they create their trampoline for their bands um, yeah. down there at the Vor yeah. and yeah. the Provo venues. We don't fit that mold. <laughs> we try.
4: <laughs> so let's it's
2: get a little bit into uh, the Feel Again album. Uh, how long did, how long ago did that come out, and like how long was the writing process for that?
4: Uh, it was released April when second April second four to the 20. day after April Fools. <laughs> is and how, to... how was
2: the recording? Uh, where did you guys personally record that, or did you go into a studio?
4: We flew out to a studio that I almost grew up—not really, but like since I was eighteen, grew up recording in. Um, and this dude, Will Holland that was the music teacher in my town. He didn't teach me guitar, but I used to buy strings at his store. And uh, we went to his studio. It's called Chill House Studios. It's in Charlestown, right next to like the Bunker Hill Monument. And we recorded in three days, you know, mostly tracked it live within two days. And then Pepper sang uh, all the parts on that third day. Mm -hmm. Um, We did go back one time in like February and you know, f- did a few other things. It was definitely a process between, oh. like, last September.
5: Yeah, we tried to um, yeah. go back and, and record Zober at the same studio, but um, I was having allergies that day, and so it didn't get, it didn't get cut. So,
2: speaking so of did, Zober, uh, how, how much did that do for, uh, for Spirit machine? Like, how, like, out there did you guys get as far as with the, with Maynard showing you guys, like, <laughs> Off on his feed, and how great was that? How did, well, like, it was, how did it
4: that whole thing hit for you guys? <laughs> we, we got a message from Adam Jones later that day. That day was like June 8th, and it was directly from Adam Jones being like, You know, nice video. I don't forget what he exactly he, said. He
5: said, this, this, uh, your cover made my day. And he had some like heart emoji,
4: so it was mm. like you know he he did that um or i don't know he at least was pumped about it personally um, which is amazing and who knows how much the the rest of the band is involved with the instagram yeah it yeah. doesn't I mean, seem to be but, their priority but it's also a strong platform for sure
5: yeah yeah definitely got us on the map though
4: oh yeah 100
5: i we've kind of counted on or, or i didn't think that the band would like it i don't know it was doing pretty well i would say we had like a hundred thousand views before that share
4: yeah it went kind of viral
5: yeah and um it it was good Uh, we had a big debate about whether or not we wanted to make a video for watch it burn first um you know rather than just like doing a cover video to and because we had our whole
4: album recorded before that yeah we probably recorded Zober in like february
5: Mm-hmm. We did, do and that's that the first here. cover
4: we ever learned, but as well.
5: Yeah, Dave oh, hates covers,
4: with Dave, <laughs> yeah. so the whole idea
5: was a compromise because Dave hates covers, thinks that they take up too much time in the set, and so he was like, "I'll play a cover if we can like cut it down and, and like fit two in and make it interesting." I, didn't know, I just all...
4: wanted it to be like something that is our own. Like I, I know yeah. people think that it's we're just like covering a band, but we arranged this song in a very original way. And i don't know, like I know anyone else could just play it, and they 'd be playing Zober, but like we did that, and uh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think it's original at, at a lot on a lot of levels But
2: I love a lot of mashups i I'm a big fan of all kinds of stuff like that, but yeah, I got to give it to you guys. You did it a very different way, very original, and it it was melodic and it worked you guys really did a great job with that.
5: Thank that's you. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We worked, we worked really hard on it. I just personally love both of those bands so much. And that's, that's just like, you know, if I were to make a playlist, it'd be like that. So it was funny when Dave, Dave is the one who realized that they were both in the same key. Cause I, I had showed him the, it's not like a realization. You just
4: like know that, <laughs> you know, right. Just, oh. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Yeah, but I would showed him the Seven Nation Army Eurythmics Sweet Dreams mashup video. Um and we were that's kind of how the idea born um came about. I was like, remember this mashup? This was amazing. Like what if we what if we covered that? I wanted to cover the mashup. And Dave was like, No. And,
2: I mean so as far as uh that coming out and it really picking up a lot of views for you guys, did that hopefully turn into extra album sales did you guys sell a little bit more after that point
4: oh yeah (laughs) that kicked it all off that's awesome well did it we were making some sales before but just to have that to have like tool i don't know they like to have them share it it was just like um i don't know just like the in the com comment section they said it was a tasteful cover which coming from a band like tool is like insane because their their right. music is just you know unbelievable i spent a lot of time very scared of the response um because i was like going into message boards and like you know sharing the video and like i don't know you know tool fans are they they're violent sometimes angry.
5: They're they're right. angry selfish, you know I'm one of them, so it's. I was counting yeah. on a lot of hate, and we we yeah, knew we what got we were it, getting into. We well, I,
4: but I don't think we did until until tools shared it, and then we really got a lot of hate. And then it was just like <laughs> we can't really. That's just life. Well, we got so much love like on the other end when yeah. like people actually came to our page. On tools page, it's like a bloodbath, but on <laughs> our page, it's like. It's it's pretty positive on Zober on YouTube. And then on our other stuff, it's like 100% positive. And our Facebook group is so nice. And we get a lot of support there. And Instagram, it's pretty much all love there. So, like, where it really matters, we really grew in a lot by people who like us. So, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. So, and then then once, like, people are just reluctant to listen to a new band and hear new music. And they don't know if they're going to like it. They probably won't. So when Tool shares it, it's completely different. You're in a, you, you, one of your favorite artists recommends this artist and that's like so much easier to get into. And so that fact made our music like approachable as it wasn't before. So that really led to a lot in, uh, and
2: they're infamously in known as tools, infamously known as being very critical of music and very yes. critical They See, only the, so much. And I I think there's one tool tribute band out there that they signed off on. So like, there's no other tool tributes out there. And like, I I know they're real peculiar with the stuff that they do. So the fact that they put that out there really meant that they thought a lot about it. That's awesome. Honestly,
4: um, we worked really hard on that song and, and it it, it goes a lot deeper than I think the average person would be aware of because like, uh, like we're aware that like, on one level, we just took two songs and we're like, just jammed them together. We're like, uh, like this is a, this goes there. Like we don't we don't change the lyric. Like we do subtly change the lyrics actually, but we don't really change. Like we're not singing sober and Kashmir and Kashmir and sober and all this stuff. Like it's pretty simple. Right. It's just, Like, stitched together. Yeah, that that didn't. But like,
5: oh, sorry. Go ahead.
4: I don't know. We just really worked hard to, um, I don't know. Like bring in elements from the original song that aren't obvious. To people right. I feel so I feel like if someone who really like listens to those songs on a deep level they like listen to ours they can at least see that like we're paying homage to like these subtle elements that make those songs great which I think I think some people really do appreciate that fact that we put that in into that song and it is like on the surface it's it's an obvious like it's it's also just fun to listen to so
5: fun to play for sure
4: oh yeah
2: mm-hmm. Now, did you guys have a lot of uh, did you guys have a lot of cancellations and a lot of were you guys affected heavily by the whole COVID situation?
4: Yeah. We were mo- we were playing almost this time last year we were playing multiple times every weekend and that was when we didn't have an album or anything so and <laughs> um, it's yeah. a, it's a weird situation though because you have to ask yourself the question if it wasn't COVID would Adam Jones have been sitting in front of his computer? No. Like you know They would have been on like would have all these people I mean, maybe it's a different timeline that something, you know, equally as awesome for us happens. Maybe. But, but I but, you know, it's just like it's such a circumstantial thing. For us, which is weird because it's like it's this is the this sucks. This is the worst time that I think any of us have ever existed in this country. <laughs> yeah. And and especially for music. So it's like, but meanwhile here is Spirit Machines like maybe gonna sell like you know, a few thousand copies of a record because of, like, this. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a really weird. Yeah. We're just selling CDs. That's our business.
5: Okay. Well, it's interesting too, um, to get that promotion in the rock and roll sphere, because it's like, when we're promoting the album or planning things, you know, we're looking at SoundCloud, we're looking at Spotify that really favor rap right now, that really favor pop, electronica. Rock and roll doesn't get a lot of love, and there's not a lot of outlets to find out about a lot of The new rock and roll bands happening.
4: Well, if you did, did you see that thing about Spotify? That the like the Spotify people said that you you can't just record records every three to four years. That's like no, I didn't. You can though.
5: All the comments said, ask Tool.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly. They did win a Grammy. Tool knocked off Taylor Swift. Yeah, but Tool was established before, you know, like now. Yeah, you know, they they probably can do that, but um
5: there's a foundation of fans that tells me there's a foundation of fans out there that the new music industry isn't really serving yeah paying attention to
4: but my point is is that rock and roll is so hard to create whereas like hip-hop uh is is easier and i'm sure that there's plenty of people that will fight me on that but they're they're wrong (laughs) yeah and and it it costs a lot of money to mic up a drum set in a ten thousand dollar studio like ten thousand dollar a day studio like that's that's one day, just making the, the kid like that day you made like all like at least a beat for you know uh lil Wayne song um so I don't know, it's just like rock is such a hard category for people to to be in right now, um I agree,
5: but maybe not
4: maybe maybe it's actually in an, an advantage, maybe it's like depleted so much uh that you know now bands that are truly doing that have an advantage.
2: You know, I I will say it is a very tough time and it does look like country or rap seems to be the number one thing or pop music It seems to be the genres to go to right now. And if you ever see any of the shows that are on TV for singers or for bands and it's all pop, it's all, I mean, Mm -hmm. so much of it sounds the same. And Mm -hmm. that's why I do what I do as far as rock is concerned is I go digging it, it there's great music out there it's just you have to dig for it now
4: and yeah
2: there's so much to go through that you you could spend days trying to find something but uh, guys i have to really really give it to you guys you guys sound amazing i've been listening to your album on spotify and um how do fans aside from spotify do you guys have websites um that kind of thing for fans to jump onto.
4: Um, yeah, it's spiritmachinesband.com is the best place because you get, um, that's like our little mini tour of the album. So you get like Pepper's, Pepper wrote notes on every song. Um, and you get those notes as well as some more information about the CD. So that's kind of our, our little walkthrough. And then uh, the yeah. other place is facebook.com slash Is it spiritmachines? Yeah. Is spirit Um, And that's our Facebook page, and that's kind of our main, like, megaphone, I guess, um, where we really talk to people a lot. And then uh, Instagram, at Spirit Machines, uh, is another good place to find us. Awesome.
2: Guys, thank you so much for being with me tonight, and uh, I really wish you guys all the best for the future. If you could do me a favor and just drop any kind of updates on the Rock and Roll Union page, I'd truly appreciate it. I I just want to keep up to date with you guys and everything that you're doing.
4: Oh, thank you. Sounds great, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having us.
2: Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, like I said, much luck on everything. You too. Thank you so um,
4: much. Have a good weekend.
2: Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead, and we are going to listen to Spirit Machine's cover of Zober, uh, the the song that seemed to be kicking it all off for them, and uh, here it is. Bear with me for one second. Enjoy. So that was Spirit Machines with Zober. Guys, an amazing video, an amazing group of people, guys. Wanted to thank them very much for being on the show tonight. Once again, there is no podcast next Saturday. We'll be hanging down at Victory Lakes in Williamstown, New Jersey with the Rock and Roll Union Party Tent for Jam on the Dam. Guys, you want to get out there $15? Proceeds go to the Damn! it is a completely uh non-profit fundraiser for the dams great for environmental causes and everything in between fishing boating swimming food trucks rock and roll all day and the rock and roll union will be there partying it up with you i'll be emceeing the event really looking forward to it make sure you come out and uh guys make sure you wear your masks We're going to be able to socially distance. You're not going to be required to wear your mask all the time and especially not swimming. But just be mindful of that. Make sure you show up wearing your mask and uh, we'll be good. So, guys, like I said, the next time we come to you, August 15th, we'll be doing the Rock and Roll Union Roundtables again. And we will be discussing the future of the rock and roll scene What the future is going to look like. We're also going to have X Men, the X bear with me because I want to make sure that I say these guys' names the correct way for uh August 15th. We will have yes, X Men, uh, we will have them on board. I'm going to be doing an interview between uh next this week and next week with a guy named Johnny Day. Johnny D is, also, is the drummer for Brit, Brittany Fox. He was the drummer for Brittany Fox back then, and for the past 15 years, he's been drumming for Doro. So we're going to do an interview with him. You'll be able to catch that here on the 15th. And uh, that's about it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening in. Hopefully I lifted your spirits a little bit and uh, had you had some great music playing tonight. And, uh, man... I'm telling you, it, it, the time goes so quick. So until the 15th, when we come back to the podcast, or until next Saturday at Jam on the Dam, remember, rock and roll. Have a good night, guys. Bye.